Yo. Oh, that is so much better. <laughs> uh, we might just start this episode right the fuck over. Let's do it. This is this is take two of, uh, I think we're at episode 13. Yeah, lucky 13. Lucky number 13. Started off great. Started <laughs> off with a bang. <laughs> Look, technology <laughs> seems to get the better of us. Oh, it's terrible. And I, I'm sitting in a hotel. That I'm paying a lot of money for, and the Wi-Fi doesn't work, and I'm now using cellular daters. I am sitting in my apartment, which the Wi-Fi is. I mean, our part, I could, I could pretty much touch the other side of the wall because it's that small. So the Wi-Fi is pretty good. Yeah, it's not like I'm in a dungeon or anything. I feel like I am. This place is miserable. <laughs> so. In House Connecticut. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's Connecticut. The work is the plant that we're working on. I don't want to go too much into work, but it is a disaster. Yeah. It is just, I, so a little history is this was supposed to happen the last, last fall, which mm-hmm. was a busy fall for me work-wise. Yeah. <clears throat> And this was going to be my one project reprieve where I wasn't going to have to go do it. And I knew about this site and I knew the history and I was like, thank God I don't have to go there. Like, and the other guy, we hired him um, to work for us, used to work for the company who owns this site is like, oh yeah, we both get out of it because we're both busy up here. Like it's going to be perfect. Well, then the project went to shit. The site went to shit, and so the project was delayed now. I think we're 10 months behind schedule. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, so nothing on our part, but it was supposed to be put in last fall, and now we're here this fall, or summer, putting it in. And yeah. uh, we're both here stuck, and it's not not great. <laughs> <laughs> we just had to move a 500-pound panel into place today on the hottest day down here and it's like what were we thinking is it that like section of the u.s in a broil zone right now I, like it that? feels like it i don't know i think this is what hell feels like <laughs> and looks like for that matter yeah i went for a little i found a little brewery down the road the other night um wicked wicked good food yeah uh good beers I've been off the beers for a while. I went back onto them because I was at a brewery, so I kind of felt like I had to. Yeah. And I don't know. I It was good food. Weird little place and not in a great location. No? No. Did not. I, luckily, truck was parked right outside. Otherwise, don't think I would have stopped. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's not a great area down here. Apparently, they had a little bit of the meth bug, if you know what I mean. Oh, meth or heroin? I forget. They had they had a lot of problems down here. Yeah, that's no good. So the uh, apparently the drug is cleaned up a bit, but the yeah. people the people are still here, which is great. Yeah, that's always. I mean, that's. You got to get rid of the fish before you can clean the water, I guess, is the best way to. Yeah. Well, I think they got rid of the bait. Oh, uh, the yeah, fish, maybe that. The fish are still living off of something. <laughs> yeah. That uh, makes sense. How's the, how's, how's the small engine businesses? Oh, it's busy. It's, uh, we're, we're at that point 
in the year where you could kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel for lawnmower repair. But as soon as as soon as you get to that light, it's gonna be snow. Yeah, nothing better than fucking snow blowers, especially when you're sweating your balls off, because typically, like, you know, those September days that we get up here where it's like ninety five degrees and two hundred percent humidity. Yeah, um, those are the days that we tend to sell the most snow blowers. <laughs> preseason so it's not very much fun whatsoever yeah. but it is what it is and uh, you gotta do what you gotta do but like I said in our last episode I'm looking forward to the end of October to be able to take a little time off and do some hunting So I can believe it I can I'm looking forward to well actually Hope the wife doesn't listen because she doesn't know about this. But <laughs> about a week after I get back, I think I'm flying to South Carolina for a week. So, oh, so it sounds like we'll be doing some more of these remote episodes. Uh, maybe one. I should only be going yeah. a week. So, well, well we that's could, good. Maybe we could re- pre-record one. Yeah. Although it's during yeah. during football season, so that's that's, that's going to be tough. That's a bit of an issue. <laughs> The good thing is South Carolina's got nothing to cheer for. I mean, what are they going to be Panthers fans or George, or Falcon fans? Okay. Yeah. Exactly. I think they just I think they just root for Clemson. Was what I would assume. Yeah, the right. game the Gamecocks, the old South Carolina. Oh, that's true. That's true. Always forget about them. Yeah. That's they don't I, even have Go ahead. They don't even have like a good baseball team there. No, I don't think they have any professional sports. No, they don't. South Carolina what? sucks, <laughs> and so does Connecticut. The thing I don't like about Connecticut is you get these yank, these crossover, crossbreeded fucks that cheer for the Yankees and the Patriots. I want you gone. That's uh. That's a little ridiculous. It's terrible. I don't know how you could do that. I apparently just no allegiance. And like I get it, like some people are like, you know, if you're like a fair weather fan and want to cheer for who's good, like I don't know. And, and like they're kind of coming that way in basketball where you definitely see more people or player <laughs> player fans versus team fans. Yeah. Which I guess, you know, football could get that way with fantasy football. But, yeah, I feel like yeah, in the basketball market, the guys are much more. It's much harder pushed for like a LeBron James or a Dwayne Wade. Like that brand is pushed harder than like even like Tom Brady. Like no one's a fan of Tom Brady, but not a fan of the Patriots. Or correct like Odell Beckham Jr. Like oh, I'm gonna root for him now because he's with the Browns. But I just like him. Like, no, no, that's not how this works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, th- I think like basketball has become a almost an individual sport on a in a team setting. Yeah, in my in my feeling, and that's how that the I don't know we've touched on it a little bit. I think like one episode for like two seconds, but uh, the professional lacrosse league, the PLL, 
Yeah, that's, that's how they set theirs up. No team has a home, and so basically, like they've got like their training grounds. Where I think they're in New York, where all the teams train kind of together or like at the same yeah. facilities, and then they just play like tournaments on the weekends. Yep. So like they'll go like they started in Boston. There was like three games in Boston. Then the next weekend there's three games in Philly and then three games in New York and three games wherever. And so you can be a fan of a team, but there's no mm-hmm. or you know players, but there's no allegiance to a city, which is kind of cool. Yeah. No, that's a good good option in my eyes. That's um good. Go ahead. Especially with a sport where, you know, there's not, I mean, it's not huge in other parts of the country. So yeah. you got to kind of get as many fans as you can there at a game. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool where you can kind of go root for your players that you want to watch and, you know, and, and then they all practice together, I guess. Yeah. But it's just like, I, I think with basketball, and I, and I don't follow basketball, I've never have. And it's, I think the only time I really followed it strongly was in 2008 when the Red, when the uh, Celtics won. Yeah. Um, but I just, I couldn't, I can't get over the fact of my biggest thing is the squeaking sneakers. <laughs> it's 2008. It's 2019. You know, let's change up the epoxy or change up the rubber yeah, compound. We can make things a little quieter. Yeah, but you you it, remember? Oh, speaking of, you remember when shoes were made of that that black, the black rubber that you used to be able to leave marks on school floors? Yes. <laughs> oh, what a time to be alive that was! You could piss off a janitor oh. at at a hundred yards away. He would see you lift your black foot up or your back your foot up, drag it across the floor. Oh man, did that make him mad? Oh, what a fucking fun time that was! I was always. You know, I was a big fan of the janitors in the schools. I used to go into the janitor's office and eat my lunch with them and stuff like that uh, because they were good guys. So I would do it, and then I would always find myself easy. You could always clean it up real easy. Oh, yeah. You just, you just lightly stuff it. Yeah. Um, but the janitors at Marshwood had a – so they would walk around with basically a broomstick with that tennis ball on the end of it. Oh, yeah. And they would walk up and down the halls cleaning up these scuff marks from us asshole teenagers that were, you know, destined to ruin their day. I got a funny story about high school janitors. What's that? Well, so back in the days prior to maturing, let's call it. <laughs> <laughs> At least partially maturing. Yeah. Uh, at the local watering hole one evening, and there happened to be the... Former, I, I don't know if I should really go into this, actually. <laughs> you may be incriminating yourself. I don't know what the statute of limitations is, and I don't want to get the poor guy that did it in trouble. So, Poor lady. It could have been a lady. All yeah, right, yeah well. we're, we're going to skip this story of my high school janitor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah, moving on. I got a, uh, I got a football article or a story ah. that I saw. So, Kyle Long, remember, or his brother Chris played for the Pats first season, Howie, yeah. Long's, Howie Long's boys. Yeah. So, he's a right guard for 
the Chicago Bears. Or, rather yeah, rather large fellow. Big dude. Bald head, big, good, good beard. You know, I assume he's pretty strong. Um, he got kicked out of practice today. Um, is it, for, was it a joint practice or just a? Uh, no, it was a, just a team. It was a, uh, unorthodox scrimmage or something they said in the article. Huh? Um, so he got, he was a little perturbed about an earlier block by Dalton during, uh, by a rookie Jalen Dalton, who's a defensive lineman. Yeah. Um, was a little perturbed about a block, you know, during an interception return. And apparently frustrations boiled over when Long removed Jalen Dalton's helmet and proceeded to beat him with it. <laughs> <laughs> and then threw his helmet downfield and was spotted on the sidelines puking. <laughs> oh, he, went, he went a little hard, huh? <laughs> apparently. So maybe he was just having a bad day. Yeah, Things I boiled mean, over. Maybe he was not feeling great. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hormones get the best of everyone. Yeah. Maybe he's coming down off a cycle or something. Yeah, I, I own the record for most penalty minutes and the first guy in the NHL to try and stab a guy with a skate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's football news that I saw today. I saw uh, I I heard on a, another podcast of sorts the discussion around Andrew Luck. Yes, not a great look for the the Colts right now. I mean, no, it, they're not, it sounded a little better. Um, yeah, coming from the GM, he was clarifying yeah, he, a few things. He was yeah his his take on it was a little promising, but to be a Colts fan after what and they and they hit on this in that podcast. You know, after what they went through before and now this again, it's like they just, I mean, he's really got a bad last name because they don't have good luck no, with, no. with Andrew Luck. It's a little ironic if you really think about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, I, I don't hate Andrew Luck. I don't really care for the Colts. There's, there's different parts of that team that I enjoy, you know, former players like Pat. Um Vanitary. Vanitary. He he brought us New England fans some joy some some joy over the years. But you know, Andrew Luck isn't a bad guy. He's a super smart dude. So you don't really I mean, his career has kind of been shitty. Yeah. You know, for the most part. Injury. Injury wise, yeah. Yeah. I think the other thing too with you know, I just can't stand the neck beard. That's really what gets me with him. As a fellow with a pretty decent beard, I'd like to think, yeah, uh, you gotta clean it up, bud. Like, yeah, I, how exactly. he doesn't have someone in his camp being like, dude, you cannot look like a fucking caveman. Everyone thinks you look like a caveman. That's that, there's so many sports stars that I see in this world that it's like you have people that call people for you, make your appointments you know, pick out your clothes, but they let you leave the house looking like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I like, mean, I'm not saying anything like, you know, color your hair, whatever you want to do. If you're white dude, do dreadlocks. Sure. Whatever. Do cornrows. I don't care. Yeah. But, but like a neck beard or like, you know, I mean, he looks like he should be in one of those Geico commercials. Yeah. 
so easy a caveman could do it. Well, I mean, Peyton's already locked up. What is it? uh, Progressive or whatever. He's yeah. So (laughs) maybe fucking luck comes in with Geico and they go at it. I don't know. Peyton Manning in those commercials with Brad Paisley is just an incredible thirty seconds (laughs) because. I could just imagine him being like he's probably not, but I can imagine him being like that in real life. You know, just yeah. with everything. He's definitely the, sh- uh, the sheriff. What a guy. The sheriff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just I'm so excited for football season. Although I know. I was watching uh I think it was EEI radio. They they do a evening fucking Patriots thing. Yeah. And they put up a list of all the wide receivers and tight end Tom Brady's targets that are injured right now. Holy fuck, that's a long <sighs> list. That's a real long list. I actually don't know anyone that's not on that list. Not right. a great not a great look right now. But I also think it's sort of the I mean It's the Patriots. You well, can't... not only that, but it's the thing that it's the things that the NFL does, like Every week during the week, Tom Brady is listed as probable. Exactly. And Julian Edelman's it, listed as questionable. And it's like, why Why do we, Why can't it just be like, I love how the NHL handles it. Like, yeah. the injury reporting is so much cooler, where it's just like, oh, that dude's got an upper body, upper body injury or lower body injury. And it's yeah. like, that's so much nicer than being like, oh, Gronkowski's out with you know, six fucking discs bulging. And it's like, I don't yeah. need, I don't need to know. And we don't need to give that information out to someone that can now target a knee an ankle, a back, a fucking arm, a hand. Exactly. Especially in like, that's why they don't do it in hockey. Like we'll say lower body injury. I'm like, okay, we'll pick a leg, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of, I don't know. I'm just, I, I've been looking at the injury report. They, uh, it's kind of, um, it's nerve wracking, I guess, as like you were saying, but it's also the New England Patriots. And at this point, you know, after 20 years of Belichick and Brady, it's time that we kind of just trust in the system. Yeah. And realize that we've done some incredible things with people that we didn't know about until the season started. Yeah, I mean, you think, and that's that's always been the thing. Like, oh, Brady's a system QB, and well, I mean, I I don't even want to go there. I'm not going to go there. Yeah, all it's going to do is just upset us. I know it's it's terrible. So, uh, see what else we got going on in the Seacoast areas or or the world. Uh, I was uh, nothing really good happened today in history. No. I did learn that um, the Panama Canal opened. That's pretty fucking cool. Uh, I've been through the Panama Canal. That's right. You have with the old man. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was like 10. The uh, the U.S. In, in 1918, the U.S. and Russia severed diplomatic ties. So I guess we don't like that's when we started not liking Russia. Huh. Although Although they're probably listening right now, so. Putin. I don't. I don't have a problem with Russia. Yeah, Putin Personally. just got a big, just got a big dick, and he likes to swing it. I mean, 
if you were that, uh, I'd do it. I can't I mean, blame the, the guy. Yeah, he was put in an, in a position to ex- exert himself as he saw fit, and I mean, you can't deny the fact they're another world superpower. He's pretty much he made himself the judge, the jury, and the executioner of Russia. Yeah, kind of like what Roger Goodell did with the NFL. Right. So it is what it is. Um, just trying to think, see what else here. Yeah, nothing. I mean, just some stupid. Uh, yeah, I mean, Panama Canal opens. Oh, I guess this is a big one. Woodstock. 50 huh. year anniversary of Woodstock. No kidding. So, we got yeah. a buddy that his uh, in-law was a part of Woodstock. I just seen yeah. it. I seen it on the Facebooks last night. Did the video or something, I believe. Yeah, he did an interview. Yeah. Then uh, imagine imagine all the 50-year-olds now that are doing the math and, like, they're thinking, you know, with a sing- grew up with a single mom. Yeah. And they, and they found out their mom was at a concert in New York State. And she met this guy, and they were doing LSD, and, you know, that's when she got pregnant, and that's why he never met his father. Those All those kids are 50 years old now. They are. <laughs> We're gonna be. Gonna start here. thinking about some fifty-year-olds, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah, that's I don't it. really have much going on. Been fishing. I've I'm I'm after one trout, and oh, he's being an asshole. The white whale. Oh, it's a. It, it dude, it's bad. <laughs> it's every day I get like one good shot at him. Yeah. And every day when it happens, I'm just so fucking excited. And like, I know it's coming eventually. And yep. like every, like the first day, okay. Missed him. Wouldn't give me another shot. The next time I go there a day later, I'm like, okay, this guy's going to hit it. One of these times, don't get so excited and rip the fly out of his fucking mouth again. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. And then I fish for like 40 minutes trying to get him to fucking look at it. Change flies a hundred times. Go back to the one he tried to hit the day before and he fucking hits it. And I'm so, so fucking jacked up. I heard the fly out of his fucking mouth. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, he's putting on a good, good little clinic on fucking how to screw me. <laughs> but you'll get him. You'll, you'll yeah. figure out his tricks. I'm about ready to just go spear him right now at this point, but yeah. Um, one thing to touch on before we run out of time on our first go around here. Oh, we um, got on. We got unlimited time right now, bud. Oh, this is. Yeah, we can go straight through. Oh, right, look at that! Here we go. Let's go. Fucking strap, um, strap in. It's gonna be a wild <laughs> one. <laughs> so, I'm gonna touch on fast food. Okay. The subject was brought up today at work. Have you seen Burger King's new... uh, Tacos? No. Tacos I'm all right with. It's this Impossible Whopper. No. It's a plant-based burger. Oh, yes, I did. This is stupid. Thank you. It's just, I just 
I'm sorry. I don't really think anyone going to Burger King with a vegan is worried about appeasing the vegan at Burger King. Exactly. And it's not even it's not even vegan, it's vegetarian. I would but say. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the fucking oh. difference and I really don't care the difference. Yeah. They both are going to Bur- tell you. If you're going to Burger King, you've already made your decision. Mm-hmm. You're going to Nobody's going to Burger King. I wonder what they have for vegetarian options. The vegetarians aren't going to be going to Burger King. They're already at Whole Foods, you know, buying their kale chips and their bullshit there. Just stay out of our fast food restaurants. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, I don't think, you know... I really don't think vegetarians are really looking for fast food options. I think most of them people pack their food to go in fucking exactly. cardboard boxes because it a tastes vegetarian, like cardboard. If you're if you're going to Burger King, and you know, I I understand there's going to be a lot of vegetarians that are probably going to go there to try it because they haven't been able to eat at Burger King. I don't but really look, think so. No, you don't think so? I think this might be a big flop. But the way I look at it is like kind of what you said. If if you're a real vegetarian, you're not going there. You're not going to a fast food restaurant. No. So I don't understand why Burger King, why any of these, they got their salads in there. I don't know. Just stick to the burgers. I don't mind you throwing in a taco here. Yeah, we'll um, give you a pass on the tacos. Get the vegetarian bullshit out of there because you're going to lose yeah. money on it. I mean, there's no way. It's just a waste of time. You're shipping engineered stuff that tastes like meat but isn't meat. I just, I I don't know. You got yeah. Subway. Vegetarians, go to Subway, get a veggie fucking sandwich. Like, exactly. That's uh, fine. Yeah. I'm not I'm not faulting you. Good, good on you for, you know... Try to eat more vegetables. Yeah, I went to the Subweezy today. It was it, it didn't really It was better than the Mexican place I tried yesterday. But I'll just say that. I like Subway. I I've always been we got a Subway here in North Berwick. Yeah. That I'm te- there's a guy that works in there. His name is James. Shout and out I don't to know James. I don't I've shouted this Subway out on Twitter before. Yeah. And DM'd them the guy's name and the location because I've never met someone more attentive and caring making me a sandwich than James at the North Berwick subway. You know, that's it, that, that's a good subject to bring up is, you know, the, the guy loved his job. Yeah. And he did, and he did a good job at it. And that's one of the things I think, I mean, we all have shitty days at work and stuff like that. And some cultures can become toxic, if you will. Um, Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to be there. So why not, you know, actually, I just made a post. I'm I'm on LinkedIn quite a bit just for work stuff and connections and stuff. And there was a guy that posted something today. And I don't comment a lot on stuff. I'll look around and see some cool stuff every now and then. Um. 
but there was a guy that posted this thing, posted a picture and was like, instead of attacking me and all these, you know, keyboard warriors that are obviously big, more expert at me that tell me to put on my gloves. Well, how about you think about it? Maybe I don't need gloves or maybe it's not a company policy and all this. And writes yeah. this huge long post. And I'm just like, hey, instead of being an asshole like that, why not just turn around and say thanks for your comment and move on? Like, why, yeah. why the fuck are you harboring all this for hate and, you know pissed offness at people that it's just like and just fucking let it go does the person behind the keyboard affect your job affect your day no but you looking at a comment <laughs> is gonna let you like i don't give a fuck what anyone says online although i wish some of our listeners would you know maybe interact and give us something to talk <laughs> about fuckers we're working on it we're trying we got a couple we got a couple i, I had i have a customer that listens to us faithfully uh-oh and he loves it. He actually commented on one of our recent posts, which was kind of cool. Yeah, so. I saw I saw that one. I had no idea who the person was, but <laughs> and then my uncle's one of my uncles out in California says it's the best part of his week, which is I, I don't know. He's John. got. I don't know, John. <laughs> this is the best part of your week. You got some low standards. He's having a <laughs> shitty week. <laughs> That's the case. He's he's one of the people that you know I look at, and he's happy with his job. He's happy every day on the the social medias, which is a nice change. What a hate out there! I and I'm probably part of it. And I'm trying to be. Are, get, I'm trying to get better. I'm I'm trying to do the same thing with because you know some days, like you said, everybody has a shitty day, and sometimes I let shit get to me. But I just I've been. I've been working on myself trying to just let that stuff go. Yeah. And one of the, the one of the fun things for me, like, especially like, oh, I got something to talk about in a minute after I'm done this rant. Um, but one, one of the things I've been trying to like work on is exactly that. It's like, okay, instead of getting pissed off at the moment, like try and invest yourself in the moment and remember it, especially now with like the podcast, it's like, fuck it, it's content, man. Like yes. today we pull up to the subway and there's not a parking lot. It's a weird fucking subway. I don't know why the hell we went to this one, but there's two in the town. But so we go to the yep. subway and it's street parking only. The person, as I'm pulling up, there's a person walking to their car. They get in. And so I'm like, perfect. I'm going <laughs> to sit here, toss on my blinker and pull in behind you. Mm-hmm. Like, you can leave and I can park right here. That bastard sat there and ate their sandwich. And they knew I was waiting. I was pissed. Uh... But I was just like, and the, like at first, because you're kind of like, I don't know if you've ever waited for spots before. And like some people take a long time to get their ass yeah. in gear, especially like, I don't know, like if you're not with sometimes when I'm with my kids and stuff, like getting in the car is a chore. Yeah. It's fighting ninjas trying to strap them in to a fucking straight jacket. <laughs> But most of the time it goes pretty quickly. And like, if I'm in my truck, like the most I'll do is get in, turn the truck on, plug my phone in and pick a podcast I want to listen to for the next whatever, however long I'm driving. Yeah. Other than that, I normally just get in, start the truck and we're we're gone. But some yeah. people, and I'm not going to specify a certain gender, but not my gender, tend to take a <laughs> real long time when they get in the car to get their ass in gear. Oh, they got to do everything. They got to look in the mirror. They got to adjust their. They got to find find their sunglasses. Yep. 
discuss this gender this gender that you're talking about <laughs> i understand they may have a lot of other things on their mind mostly you know thinking about stuff that we don't do so i'll give them credit there but it's like how do you misplace your keys and why do you need to fix your hair before you drive no one's looking at your hair driving by going <laughs> god damn that lady's hair looks amazing that was well we can, we don't know if they're ladies well we don't just, <laughs> you know. i mean um, it's just like why oh oh you're gonna put on more lipstick and that's gonna make a big impression when you leave the parking lot thank you <laughs> yeah exactly but just real quick back to the back to the the subway you know good Good people. Back to the job, good people's thing. I there's been a lot of situations in like the past few years that I've thought of, and I've and I've written this down. You know, I've deleted it, and written it down again because it keeps reoccurring. Like you go into a fast food restaurant. I understand working in the fast food restaurant industry is not the most ideal of situations. It's not. It's not the best paying job. It's not the easiest job. You're working sh- shitty hours, that type of thing. But I, the only thing that I would expect from you as a person is let's, you know, let's not smoke crack before we go to work. You know, let's, <laughs> I mean, just a small, just a small request. Let's not be high out of your fucking gourd. It, it, it's not even necessarily crack. It's weed. But you, you go to these places and you ask. You ask a question or you or you you tell them exactly what you want and then they repeat it back to you. And then when you get it, it's it's not right. Or, you know, you get attitude when you ask for extra napkins or like I asked. There was a time my wife and I, we went to I think it was Dunkin Donuts and we both got iced coffees in the drive through and I asked for extra napkins and the. The person, I can't remember if it was a guy or a girl, but they weren't very nice or intelligent. I asked for extra napkins, and she, like, grabbed a whole clump of napkins, not even neatly, and just, like, pretty much threw them in the vehicle. (laughs) I wanted to come unglued. I understand your job sucks, and it's not an easy job. I work in retail. It's not the food service, but people are assholes to me, too. But you just kind of have to just put a smile at Grit and Barrett and yeah. move on. I have a hard time doing it myself. And I think the longer I've done it, because I've been at my job, you know, for 16 years, it's it gets tougher every year to put that, you know, put that uh, get rid of the resting bitch face and just be nice to somebody. <laughs> it Mentality. is. I, I think it's getting easier. I think. You know, I mean, there's days, there's definitely, they're fewer and further between now Yeah, that, like, I used to get real worked up at work and, you know, take a lot of shit personally. Um, But it was mainly because I care about my job. Yeah. And that's the difference is, like, if I'm taking something personally, especially if someone's telling me I did something wrong, like, I'm going to fight you. Not physically, yeah. but verbally. And, you know, and I'm going to prove a point. I mean. I, in my previous life, worked a lot with, or previous job, not life, uh, worked a lot with, like, people that checking my work. 
and it was like guys telling me how to do my job that didn't know how to do my job and it's like mm-hmm. that took a lot of fucking patience and it's like you don't come in here and look at what i'm doing and tell me i'm doing something wrong and then you're actually wrong about yeah that. exactly and then now i prove it to you and i'm sorry i'm 26 i'm gonna tell you like an asshole that you're wrong like don't you know, don't take this personally, but you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> but, you know, going back to, like, I, I thought about this today because I stopped at Duncan to get the the boys at work some, you know, some motivation, some munchkins. Yeah. Um, and I got a nice coffee. But I was sitting there and I'm like, can you imagine working at Dunkin' Donuts and taking the morning shift just knowing for your entire day, you are fucked like you are slammed from six in the morning until probably 10, I would say. And you're the last stop, you know, think of it like this. You're the, if you're, if you're working that morning shift, you're the last stop between somebody that hasn't had coffee and them getting their coffee. So they're annoyed. They're already, they're like, you know, they're they're at their peak. They haven't had that caffeine yet, and they're ready to just pounce. Right, and but so that's where, like, I think you've got to take the mindset of of understanding your job and your role, and be yeah. like, look, I can either be an asshole because it's busy, or I could be super nice. And if I'm super nice to people that are not in a great mood, either they're still going to be pissy. And I'm going to get pissed off or I could be happy and be like, Hey, you know, your coffee's coming soon. Like, sorry, it's taking a little bit. Like, you know, be nice about it and maybe start someone's day nice instead of interacting with a dickhead first thing in the morning. Now I'm like, all right, well, fuck this day. I'm ready to kill someone and you're off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I know it's asking a lot for someone that's working at like a Dunkin' Donuts per se. Yeah establishments like that but like that's actually why i like local coffee shops because those people are actually normally very happy um yeah no they're pretty good you know some of them in the summer times around us get a little overwhelmed with those out of town folks that we speak of occasionally Mm -hmm. on the podcast yep could be from the state that i'm currently in right now that state or the country or the you know the part of the country that neighbors our state yeah the, the, the northern. The state right above me or the state right below me are filled with assholes. <laughs> and the state of um, Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. it's I, I'll tell you what. I'm a big Cumbies guy. I hate Cumberland Farms. Oh, man. I hate it, dude. And I think Why? Because of the one Cumberland Farms that is right by my house. Because of the one in York? Yeah. I hate that Cumberland Farms. I hate everyone that works there. Not like really hate them. I just dislike. I don't like the service there. There you got to You got to go to one of the new Cumberland Farms. See, I like the one. Uh, I frequent the one in the Rollinsfords. Yep. Um, mainly because that's on the way to duck hunting, which yep. means I stop there for the morning business and to get Red Bull and powdered donuts. Exactly. Um, I like the one I, in Elliot's good. That one's good. The one in Elliot's not bad. I don't like the parking lot. I really, I know it's stupid. Yeah, you should see. 
There's one in, there's a brand new one in Sanford. I, yeah, I'm staying out. Thanks though. It's it's <laughs> like the, it's like the Taj Mahal of Cumberland Farms. Wait, is that the Smack. one right off right off the traffic circle? No, it's a it's like going towards Acton. It's oh. on the uh right before you get into downtown Sanford, cross from a fire station. Oh yeah, yeah. So the McDonald's, it's right there. I uh, had to leave yeah. my I had to leave my boat there. That wasn't great. I remember. Yeah, you told me about that. Um, but yeah, I'm a big I'm a big Cumbies coffee guy. It's 99 cents for any size, and it's actually it's not bad coffee. Yeah, in my eyes. I just I don't know the one in York's so pungy and just gross. And... Yeah, it needs to be, be demolished. That, and it's probably eventually going to happen, although that one, it's kind of in a shitty location. Oh, it's terrible. And you, no, you've got three parking spots for the store. It's always busy, and it's, I don't know. And knowing the town of York, they probably would never let him redo it. No, probably not. But, I mean, I just, I I hate that Cumberland Farms with a passion. <laughs> I like the Irvings. Irving's not bad. My uh, quick little story about the Irvings. Uh oh. Back in the day, before way before my time on this earth, my dear mother used to. She moved to New Brunswick and was a nanny for the Irving family. Oh, really? Yeah. And then. Uh, Hopefully the statute of limitations is up, but realized she was working in the country illegally, so got her money and came back to the U.S. on a bus in the middle of the night and never went back. Just disappeared. Yeah, just left. Uh, you and luckily there wasn't like cell phones and stuff then, so she never got hounded. Yeah, so she hopped on that horse and carriage and rode at home. Yeah, she hit the old town road, and <laughs> got out of there. Uh, so what else we got going on? Well, um, living out of a hotel that doesn't have a bar or a restaurant anywhere near it. I did try a little local pizza place that was very delicious. Well, that's good. I gotta get. I gotta get back eating healthier. I was doing really good before I left, and it's just not great right now. That's gotta be so tough to be on the road. It really is. Like, I went to a place. <laughs> this is, So, I got two little things. I just talked to a guy from my office today. And he's mm-hmm. like, you know, we were just talking about you the other day. I was like, oh, yeah? He's like, yeah. You're like one of the manliest guys. He's like, we're, you're probably the manliest looking and acting person we have at the office. I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is weird. Like, this is a weird way to start a conversation, but oh, uh, whatever. And he's like, but you're also, like, not the manliest. He's like, you and your pumpkin spice and lattes. And he's like, you know, your neon pink shirts and all this. And I was like, hey, you know, everyone's got to have a softer side. Like, I, what, what do you want me to do about it? Like, I can't help that I'm covered in tattoos and have a huge beard and look like a degenerate, but I also like 
you know, pumpkin spice lattes. And he's like, yeah. he goes, do you own a pair of Uggs? And I was like, no, but I'm not opposed to it. Like, <laughs> and he's like, see, this is what I mean. I'm like, I don't, how the hell did this come up in conversation? You're very progressive. That's, yeah, no, the... I'm just, I'm sort of chameleoned. I, yeah, you, you kind of fit in well I, I with can, any situation. I can clean up nice. I think it had a lot to do with the way I was sort of brought up and the yeah. what I was brought up around where, you know, my my parents and stuff was definitely more of a relaxed atmosphere, hunting, fishing, that type of stuff. But, yeah. you know, up until I was 26, 28, my great grandmother was still alive and she was very you know old school and it was tie and blazer to dinner if we went there and it's you know you got to know how to act in those situations however that hasn't always carried true as what i was getting at as well was the other night i threw on a sleeveless hoodie and shorts and flip flops, and walked into a restaurant that I should not have done that, and I had <laughs> no idea. I literally went on Yelp. This place was right down the road, and I was like, "Screw it, I'll give it a go." And it was called, uh, it was like something bar and grill. So immediately, I'm like, "Oh, I'm good with this like outfit. Like, I don't care." Yeah, like whatever. And I walk in, and it is like all the waiters or all the servers are in like black pants, black sh- shirt and red ties. I'm like, Ooh. Oh fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was the, it's either the owner or the manager was at the door, like talking to the hostess and was like, can I help you? And I was yeah. just like, I just want to get something to eat and have a drink. <laughs> and he's like, okay. I was like, I sit at the bar. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. That kind of gave me a weird look. And I'm I'm sort of used to that at this point. I've, I, yeah. I don't look like I should be in some situations. But it's kind of fun. Like, No doubt. I mean, I don't know if I told the story buying Leah's car on here. No. But so when I bought... It was years ago now, but, you know, I drove an obnoxious truck. It was, you know, looking back, I mean, it's what every, you know, mid-20s idiot with probably too much money at the time does and spends a ton of money on a truck and then spends more money to modify it, which is fine, but is not a truck that looks like it should be at an Audi dealership. And I don't look like a person that should be driving an Audi, but I got out of the truck with cash in hand ready to buy this car and i walked up and the salesman immediately gave me the you don't you know similar to like the dmx scene in uh exit wounds yes where they're like oh you don't you can't afford this like (laughs) and i was just like i looked at the dude and i was like because i was like i want this car this color and with a manual transmission and he just looks at me and goes we don't have that and I'm like, well, can you look? Like, is there one in your dealer network? Is there one you can get? And he was just like, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> and I was just like, all right. And I turned and walked out. And on my way out, the manager of that dealership was like, you know, is someone helping you? And I was like, uh, yeah, 
your boy John over there just fucking fucked you out of forty thousand dollars. <laughs> and he just looked at me and I was like, I've got forty grand cash right now to buy this exact car that I want. I was like, it's more than enough to buy the car. But he's not willing to go look for the car. And he's like, well, you know, come sit down. I was like, no, dude, I'm done. Like, if you're going to hire someone like this, go fuck yourself. And walk, <laughs> walked out of the dealership, drove up to another dealership that I hadn't even really considered, walked in and said, hey, do you have anything in a manual? And, you know, what do you got on the lot right now? And he's like, I got all these options. He's like, he's like, sit down. If you want to build a car, we can build it right here and you can watch the whole thing and you can actually go to New York and pick it up when it comes off the boat. And I was like, that's pretty dope. Like, this is cool. <laughs> And I was like, but I found a car I wanted there. And I was like, yep, dude, here you go. Here's your money. Like, let's go out the door. No problem. Yeah. And that dealership to this day, the first dealership still calls me and they're like, are you, you know, are you in the market? And I'm like, no, you lost your chance. I'll never buy a car from you. <laughs> what car was that? Uh, her BMW. Yes. The BMW was supposed to be an Audi A5. And if anyone uh, is in the market for an Audi, don't go to Stratum Audi. They're a bunch of dickheads. Go to the BMW dealership. You'll be happier. I, I've heard a similar story about that. A buddy of mine, his wife, and it's the same dealership um, where and he's a – at the time, he was fishing out of Alaska. He was an engineer on a crab boat. Yeah. And so he's pretty rough around the edges, and him and his wife – showed up at the dealership, same kind of situation, had cash and walked in. It looked around and he's wearing, you know, buck boots and it's in the winter and they, nobody would come up to him. So as they started walking out, somebody said, are you being help? And they said, Nope, we're going to BMW. And they went and bought a Beamer. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I mean, obviously the, you know, the same go, and it's hard not to do some days, but, you can normally tell if someone's in some place that really, really shouldn't belong, or it's like yeah. maybe questionable. We can give this guy a shot. Like, I'm not gonna walk into a place and kick the tires on something. Like, I'm horrible at that stuff. I don't like to wait. As soon as I start looking for something, I'm gonna buy it. And I yeah, I've I, learned that a few over the years. Yeah, it's I can't look at like cars and trucks and stuff it's just it's terrible i'll find a way to buy it and it's not great (laughs) i mean let's be honest i've bought some stupid stuff i should i should have a barn of bad decisions i have a barn now i could start putting bad decisions in it oh (laughs) boy i don't know if there's a there's a certain wife that listens to this podcast that i don't think she'd be very happy if you did that no no, most of my—I mean, most of my decisions aren't bad decisions. Like, no, I haven't bought anything that's been like, "What are you thinking?" Like, I haven't bought a wrestling ring yet. Like, it's not like you've showed up at home with two jet skis. No, I mean that's Which, that's not out of the question. I mean, I, we have a customer. His he owns a a marine, a maritime. You know, they they travel around. They work on big ships. Uh-huh. And um, he, his wife, I forget where she was, but um, it's a massive company. And she called him to see 
where he was because she hadn't seen him in like a day. So he's like, Oh, I, I flew down to Key West last night. And she goes, Oh, we got a, you got a ship in there you're working on? He's like, Well, it's supposed to be in here today, but I had to, I had to sign some paperwork for something. She goes, Oh, for the job, are you going to email it to me? He said, No, I bought a house. <laughs> <laughs> Which that is something I could see you do. Um, yeah. I, there's been a, well, so <laughs> what's funny about this whole car that car story is the wife didn't know it was coming. It, this was a decision I made on behalf of her. She had a Jetta at the time. I forget where she was working. I think she was working with friends of ours at the Gap, like just like in the morning. Yes. Nope. She was at no. She had moved to the medical job. And so I do everything and I like, I'm like at the point to sign the papers and I'm like, can I take this for a test drive? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, it's kind of a longer one. Like I got to go up a couple towns and they're like, yeah, what's up? I was like, well, I got to go take this to my wife to make sure she's okay with this. <laughs> <laughs> and she knows how I am obviously. So I show up at her work cause I got out of work before her and show up in a car with dealer plates on it. And she's like, what are you doing? I was like, come out, drive this around the parking lot. Like, go for a little spin. Like, let me know what you think. She's like, did you buy it? And I was like, well, technically no, <laughs> but I'm, I'm about to. And so she drives it and she's like, yeah, it's nice. Like, you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay. I was like, um, when you get out of work, come meet me in Stratum. She's like, what? I was like, well, we're trading your car in and it's a TDI Jetta with an automatic transmission that's garbage. So we're yeah. going to get something a lot funner. <laughs> and so she comes down, meets me, we do the paperwork and away uh, we went. And when I bought her Jetta, I did the same thing to her. That's when she worked at the Gap is the, she had a Passat. Yep. I was like, eh, it's getting up there in mileage. Like, got some spare change around. Like, let's let's go look at cars. And I found the TDI Jetta. I was sitting at work, and I was like, hmm. So I went and got that from the dealer, drove it to her. She was at work. I was like, hey, can you take, a, like, a 15-minute break and go drive this car around? She's like, yep. I'm like, okay, cool. I was like, uh, when's your lunch? And she's like, in an hour. I was like, perfect. On your lunch, uh, come pick me up at the dealership because – I'm taking your car back and then doing the trade paperwork and then you can pick me up so I can get home. And she's like, you're an idiot. I was like, yeah, I, I, I know. <laughs> oh, that's great stuff. But yeah, I, the house is a bit, I gotta, we gotta start doing much better on the podcast before I'm buying houses. Yeah. I'd love same here. That'd be great. But I just, I mean, when he told the story, I was like, so what'd you, did you just buy a small place? He's like, no, it's pretty big. It's got like, it's, it's got ocean front, you know, Gulf frontage and, or water frontage. And it's got like five slips. And I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. I was like, how, how much kind of money? What, I mean, that's a, that's a big purchase not to just tell your wife about. Yeah. He goes, well, it's kind of a business expense because we do a lot of work in Key West. And down in the, the, you know, down here. So 
there's going to be a lot of my employees staying there. I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> See, that's what my father's been trying to come up with a plan. He's he's been trying to buy a place down in the Keys and trying to figure out how to work it into either a business expense or like a retirement expense where he can do. I'm like, you're out of your mind. Like, I love your parents to death, but your mom's going to kill him one day. Oh yeah. Uh, (laughs) So we were talking right before I left and we got to redo the flooring in our house in a few rooms. And he's like, Oh, just let me know when and I'll come down and help you. And my mom goes, what? I was like, nothing. He didn't say a fucking word. He's an idiot. Like, let's just... <laughs> let's just... I'm going to save him right now. He's stupid. And he's like, what? What? I'm like, if you come down and help me with my house before you do something at your house to get it ready to sell because you are going to build. And not to mention, he ripped up the carpet when I was in high school and it's... I'm not in high school anymore. Uh, it's it's been enough time where he better get the floors done in his house. Yeah. Oh man. Good for him. Yeah. So not really. No. Is he is he back to work now? Uh, leaves tomorrow. Oh uh, yeah. So we'll we'll give him some stuff to listen to on the podcast on the plane. <laughs> I don't even think he knows how to get to podcasts, but you know, I did some posting on our Insta story today and I did, I posted, you know, asked the boys some questions with a funny picture. Yeah. And instead of asking a question, he just replied to the story and didn't ask any questions. So I completely ignored his message. What was What did he say? He just said, ha ha. Fuck. That's not a, what the fuck? That's it's not, not helping anything, George. Yeah. Georgie Jew boy could have just taken his time and maybe thought for a little while and then responded to the question. With, and with the it, question. It would have, yeah. yeah. It would have been great. In fact, I'm going to check that right now to see if actually anybody did say anything. I didn't Which see, I don't think they did. I didn't see anything earlier on my. Did you like my. I, I liked my. I laughed at my own. I did. That was a good one. Except it's a frog, but still, you get it. <laughs> uh, uh, while you're looking, let's uh, yeah. let's see if I can get back to where I just was. There it is. We're getting there. I don't know how this is going to sound, but we're going to try it. Well, there might be an ad. Oh, come on. This isn't going great. We're having technical difficulties, folks. Uh, it's we're still learning. That's not that. It's just the internets. Like if you own a hotel, make sure your rooms have Wi Fi. <coughs> right? Uh. Oh boy. We're waiting. We're waiting. And waiting. Still waiting for technology. Yeah. It's twenty nineteen. Waiting. See what else is going on. Um, I don't have much, man. That's just just work. I'm just counting down the days until until uh, September eighth. Is that vacation or Patriots? Patriots. Uh, Red Sox are on a heater right now. What do they want? Two in a row? Yeah. 
<laughs> I was just I was watching some baseball actually last night, and I realized why I don't watch baseball. I was so bored that you watched baseball. Yeah, but I was bored of bored. Like I was bored being bored. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was just like I I was watching I because of following like some of the bar stool stuff. Yeah. Whatever, and I've been watching the Mets. Like they're doing well, so I was like, "Oh, I'll watch them. They're on." Oh, here it is. It's our favorite segment. It is. Would you rather? (laughs) God, we need a sound guy that can remake that. Yeah, right. Um, So, yeah, would you rather? We'll get right into it. So this one is, uh, I came up with, I don't know what I got here. One, two, three, four, five, five of them. So, so would you rather? You've got a pill in front of you. You've got two pills in front of you. One. Mm -hmm will allow you to pick up any musical talent, like whether it's reading music, playing any instrument, whatever, perfectly, anytime you want. Or you could learn any language at any time and understand all language. Music. That was my answer, too. 100% music, because I've always wanted to be able to, like, you, you know, you walk into a hotel lobby... Or a restaurant, and there's a piano. Yeah. Yeah. You just sit down, start tickling the ivories. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you got a crowd around you, and people, you know, you're the next, I don't know. I don't know. You're just that guy playing a piano. That's awesome. You're that Beethoven. Yeah. All right. I I agree with that. I I think it would be cool to be able to just, like, walk into someone's house. Especially, I mean, going back to the whole looks thing. Like, I don't look like someone that should be able to pick up a violin and just shred it, but that would yeah. be so cool. But, or or just thinking, like, sitting around a campfire, a bunch of people. A little guitar. A little guitar. Pull, a, pull a guitar out, and then, you know, they're like, all right, well, he's probably just going to play Smoke on the Water because that's the easiest one. Next thing you know, you're Rip. shredding some ripping Tom Petty. Yeah, I would have gone Led Zeppelin. Fuck Tom Led Petty. Zeppelin. <laughs> I don't know why. I just don't like Tom Petty. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't like Tom Petty. And you know who, I, speaking of music that I really don't like, is, uh, oh, what's the name? It's terrible. Um, who sings Money? Money. Is oh. Uh, it's not Tom Petty. Is it? I don't think so. I'm looking it up right now. Song Money. Super famous. Like, I really should know this. This is not good. Not like money, money, money. No, 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 no. Uh, it starts. Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. <laughs> Fucking hate Pink Floyd. I never have any understanding of why someone likes Pink Floyd. We've got a, like, at work, a lot of guys in the shop, big classic rock guys. Yeah, love classic so, rock. Almost love all of it except one band of Pink so Floyd. I- I like to go out back whenever Pink Floyd comes on and be like, you know what? I can't stand Pink Floyd and the rest of his band. I hate them all. Yeah. And they're all like, Pink Floyd is the band. Yeah. I hate Pink Floyd. I just, I don't know why. I really don't have a reason. 
It's not like Pink Floyd did anything to me, or it's like, I don't know, maybe it was on the background of a bad situation for me at some point in my life, but I just don't like Pink Floyd. I can see that. But I digress. Back to Would You Rathers. We're back. Would you rather explore time or explore Ooh. like outside space, like the planet? Like, yeah. Um, what do you mean by explore time? Like, like go time, back in time like travel, time, I, For, time. forward, backwards. I like space. I'm already certain that there's aliens, so that'd be the only thing that I'm going out there to find. I'm going time because I would like to go back in time and, you know, hang out with my grandfather when he was the age I am now, or, you know, just see stuff, you know, like if you could, I got, I got a solution for you. What's that? You can explore time back to when area 51 became or not area 51, but the alleged incident and Roswell. And then you have the answer to both of our questions. Exactly. Is there aliens? Yeah. Is there aliens? And fuck it, I'm time traveling, bitches. And I'll and I'll find that Bob Lazar guy and be like, dude, you have no idea what you caused. <laughs> yeah. What's about to <laughs> fuck up your life? <laughs> and just so you know, September twentieth, two thousand nineteen, they're coming here, so you may want to beef up the security. Yeah. They'd be like, Yeah, sorry, right. we got ray guns. Yeah, we good. But time travel is definitely. Yeah, I like I like time travel. Space would be cool. Like, or or you think about this with time travel. Like, you buy something, or you looking into buying something, and you're like, "Is there going to be something better in a month? A month? (laughs) Let me go check that out." So you fast forward a month, and you could Google it, be like, "Oh yeah, there it is." Yeah, and then you just buy it, or and then bring it back with you. Oh, man. Can you imagine if you could time travel through Google? Oh. Like, you just Google. What's the, what's this going to happen? Like, if you lo- were, like, looking to move, like, yeah. what's this town going to be like when my kids are in high school? Like, oh, yeah. still, still a shithole. All right. Not taking that job. <laughs> like, it would be fucking crazy. Like, Google. What year do you want to Google this in? It's like, oh, boy. Right. That was a good one. I liked that one. All right. Would you rather sleep in a room that is 80 degrees or 40 degrees? 40 degrees. I'm 100%. I think it's the larger fellows in us. Yeah. 40 degrees. I'll sleep with a window open in the middle of winter. I love it. My wife hates how cold I like to be when I sleep. Yeah, mine too. And then she'll cuddle up next to me to get warm. And then she's like, you're too hot. It's like, this is why I'm sleeping when it's cold. Stay (laughs) away from me if you don't like it. Yeah, exactly. She's got two blankets on her side. I have a sheet. Yeah, I have one blanket. And my wife is typically wrapped up in a fleece and long pants in the winter. And a lot of times in the winter, I don't even use a blanket. It's so warm. Yeah. All right. Um. All right, this is this is a tough one for me. I haven't figured, right. I haven't figured this one out, and it sounds easy at first. Would you rather have a hundred million dollars, but it goes away if you break a law, 
oh. or have no laws applied to you. None. You can do whatever the fuck you want, except like rob a bank to get money. That's so tough. At first glance, I was like, oh, give me $100 million. And then I'm like, fuck, I can't drive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> you go one mile over the speed limit and you're, yeah. you're screwed. You're fucked. I think I'd have to go with and now, let me. I mean, I don't even speed that much, but I go five over. Well, yeah, I mean, you you got to stay with the flow, or you get run you know? the fuck over. Uh, you know, I've been known to pull up in a fire lane before. Yeah, I mean, not wearing a seatbelt. Yeah. Uh, yep. Hundred million dollars gone. I mean, I guess if I had that much money, I could fucking just hire someone to drive for me and be like oh that's the, that's the answer that's how I get around it I hire a driver and he can drive as fast as he fucking wants I'm not, it's not my problem yeah um, I, I think I'd still go with no laws that would be cool and you could make money by doing stuff for people that they can't do Yeah, I'm not saying maybe be a hitman but you could be a hitman just throwing yeah. it out there yeah Tax evasion. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. No more income tax for me. Yeah. Get rid of that. I don't I don't pay that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no laws. I think no laws would just be so much easier. Then you could literally do whatever you want. Yep. You'd be so much happier. Right. Um <laughs> this is a good one. I don't remember. If, we might have asked this one, but I don't remember. And it's made me laugh so much that I just had to ask it again. <laughs> and I seem to remember it, but I don't care. Would you rather have glowing genitals or a moving nipple? <laughs> um. <laughs> what do you and mean I'm... by, I guess, it's, what do you mean by a moving nipple? Like, it just kind of floats around. It's sort of like, you know, how like you can get, like, an ingrown hair on your arm or then an ingrown yeah. hair on the back of your head. Like, it's just like that. So think of every ingrown hair as just a nipple. All right. Anyway. And then gl- and then glowing genitals. Yeah. Bright enough that, like, even outside and at nighttime, you can see it glowing through your pants. Oh. <laughs> With no switch. They're just always glowing. Yeah, they just glow, man. It's just like, I mean, it's like, you know, the nuclear way. You just got, you just got yeah. radiation on your nuts. I guess, I don't know, I guess I'd go with the moving nipple. See, this is where we differ. I would, go, I'd go glowing genitals. It would be fucking hilarious. It would be. Yeah, you're right. But I'm sticking with mine. I don't know. I just don't want... I don't want people glancing into the pants all the time. Yeah, but what if you get a fucking a nipple on your forehead and it just moves the next day? Like how, did, how do you go outside with a nipple on your forehead? I can't choose where the nipple is? No, it, just, it does what it wants to do. Oh. It's 2019. That nipple can do what it wants. I would like to change. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to change where I would rather have glowing genitals. 
I think it'd be hilarious. <coughs> it definitely would be. It'd be a conversation starter. No, sure. it'd, it'd be a good time. <laughs> don't have to leave the lights on at night. <laughs> I guess that would be the only like try to go to sleep at night. I, I, I assume you get used to it, but yeah, I assume, you, know. you can fall asleep with the lights on. Can you cover your balls up so I can fall asleep? <laughs> be laying in bed next to her and just lift those sheets up. Whoa! Hey. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm just thinking how funny this would be. Oh my god! You know, you know, you try to. Somebody see somebody pulled over on the side of the road. They're trying to change a tire, but they don't have any light. So you stop. You just walk up and drop your pants. This is going to be weird, but it's going to help you. (laughs) (laughs) Then the other shitty thing is the bugs would be attracted to it. Oh, maybe because... it could be like a neon light. Like a, well, fuck, they're attracted to neon bug lights. Well, yeah. yeah. That'd be, we try it outside, have a, you know, like right around dusk and your, your legs start to glow. Next thing you know, you got moss trying to get in your shorts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was, that was a good one. I like that one. <laughs> uh, so this is one. Uh, is, I got two, two kind of derived out of this because I was thinking about it. Okay. Would you rather see smells or hear sound like miles away? What do you mean by see I smells? I don't know what that means. I, we obviously cannot see a smell at this point. But like, if you like looked at something and instead of like. So, like, if you're walking up to, like, I don't know, like a random door and you can just smell, you can see the smell that's coming out of it. Like, if somebody was making tacos behind a closed door, I could see it. You could see taco coming at you. Like, the word taco floats to you, I guess, is the way I would see a smell. Or then, like, I mean, the hearing thing kind of interests me a little. It interests me, but I w- if I could turn it on and off. Yeah. Because, like, imagine all the sounds you could hear. Like, just go outside and just listen for, like, five minutes. And then now imagine that radius in which you can hear is now 20 miles. Yeah. Like, you'd go insane. Exactly. It'd be like Jim Carrey and Bruce Almighty when he gets all the prayers in his head. Yeah. But if you could, like, focus that energy... Especially like hunting, I, exactly duck hunting. Be like, oh, what's down there? And like, be like, I want to listen to like that spot. It's like, oh, there's yeah. ducks. Or like fishing. Be like, is there a fish under there? I don't know if you can hear fish, but I don't really think you can. But or if you could, I think that yeah, there's some ways that you could really utilize that a lot more than yeah. But you'd have to be able to focus it because if you just yeah. like turned it on and now you can hear everything within like a hundred miles, it's like oh. imagine yeah being out hunting and now all of a sudden you can hear twenty miles, but all you can hear is ninety five. <laughs> all you can hear is fucking ten thousand squirrels now running around yeah. in, in leaves rustling instead of the one behind you. Oh, dude, squirrels! <laughs> squirrels in the woods when you're by yourself literally sound like four guys walking. You're like. Here it is. Here comes the biggest deer of my life. And then there's Mr. Charlie the Gray Squirrel 
scampering across the dried leaves, and it's like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Or two chipmunks fighting. Fucking yeah. make a racket. Red squirrels, too. Those are and, the devil. And blue jays. Blue <laughs> jays are the loudest birds when you're in the woods trying to hunt, and if they're just cackling at you. Ugh. Oh, kingfishers. Oh, those are pretty annoying. Those are bad. Huh. Well, yeah, that's what I had for would you rather's. That was a good one tonight. Well, I think that's about all I got for tonight, man. Yeah, we're at you know seventy five minutes. Cut in a couple things here and there. Yeah. You know. That was a good episode. Good solid episode for being on the road, being remote. No no preparation on my part. None other, none other here than, either. Other than the would you rather's. Yeah. I mean I I did a couple quick searches of the web before yeah. I got on the horn, but it's been be, kind of... Oh, we hit over... I don't know. I don't know if it's good or bad. I don't know. We got like 40-something listeners, allegedly, according to our analytics. Oh, average? Yeah. That's not bad. Eight 800 and something downloads. Wow. That's, I mean, that's not bad. I guess we got to... So there's 41 people out there, but none of them, none of those cocky suckers, like to you know interact with us. I guess may, maybe this is we a need call to action. Maybe we need to up our our uh, our game a little and just start being in their face more. I think so. You asked for so. it, people. Yeah, this is what happens when you don't answer our calls to action. You're gonna be. So annoyed. I'm just gonna <laughs> flood the timelines of our Twitters and Instagrams. Do we have a Facebook? We don't. Hmm. I feel like the book face is going away. I hate the book face. Yeah, I really like Instagram. I really I can't get I just after that interaction with that lady and I just got sour on it. I mean it's a good place. We do a lot of family stuff on it, like yeah. sharing pictures and whatever's but i just find i just like open up facebook scroll randomly and just get out of it and then i also rather go look at instagram and see like cool stuff i'm basically in facebook now to follow just to like look at stuff that maybe i would want to purchase in a yard sale site yeah uh i do like the marketplace that it's really turned into craigslist for me yeah and then i like to look at like a couple of different F-150 groups that I follow, just cool trucks and shit in there. Um, and then, like, funny videos. Oh, dude, the Facebook video portal? Yeah. Oh, boy. I get sent down a rabbit hole. It, yeah, and you know what's hard, though, is then it gets your data, which whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, what you've been watching, and then it just plays that. Like, dude, give me give me something different. Like, yeah, I might have binge-watched Best Snipers for four hours last night, but I don't want to watch the same videos again. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's move on to something new. And I, actually, now at this point, I think I can say I've seen all the Avenger-type movies because fucking I watched probably 100 last night. Really? A hundred little clips of all the movies. I get them. Like, I get it. Get like, the okay. premise. Yeah, we're good. I think I went and saw The Lion King in the movie theater. Yeah. I think because I don't go to the movies very often. 
I think most likely the next movie that I see will be Top Gun in 2020. Top Gun is a good... I can't wait for it. I fucking love that movie. We should probably... Maybe by then we'll have enough listeners where we can do like a live remote episode outside the movie theater. Get people's reactions. Yeah, and then we can then we can watch it. Or maybe, you know, with the help of our 40 listeners, we'll be catapulted and we'll be at the premiere. I mean, maybe. You never chilling, know. Chilling with Tom Cruise. Val Kilmer. Oh. You, know. you know, you got to think that they're going to try to have that premiere on the flight deck of an aircraft carrier. I would hope so. You know, you got the technology. I mean, you really should do that. Like, that'd be a cool thing for them to do for the troops. Be like, hey, on the USS Eisenhower or whatever. Yeah. You know. I mean, for Christ's sake, share shot a music video. You know what? They're building new aircraft carriers now. So, the launching of one of those coincides with the opening of Top Gun on the flight deck. Big blow-up movie screen. All the men and women that help build the ship. All the men and women that are going to serve on the ship. Good go. We'll pay Bam. back. We'll pay back for the troops. You get to yeah. watch probably. You know. Just, yeah, we can't. We can't amp this movie up too much already. It better be fucking amazing. It better be because you can't do the first one disjustice by a shitty second one. No, you can't. I mean, it better be at least, I mean, not that I will say the acting in the first one was all that great. I mean, it it wasn't great. No. It's such an iconic movie. And I think it's kind of getting this way with like Fast and the Furious. Yeah. You can't expect movie magic, like acting wise. Now. Special effects, I want to see shit awesome. Like, I want to see everything. Yeah. Like, no I just, I want to be entertained. Like, I don't really care if Tom Cruise doesn't hit his marks. I don't watch movies to give a fuck. I want to be entertained. Exactly. Like, Fast and the Furious, I love them. Nobody, oh. is, nobody is watching Top Gun to, you know, be like, well, that didn't, doesn't really happen in yeah. the and Navy. That's the one thing I'm worried like that I can't imagine trying to make like a war movie. Like, you know, oh. there's some some movies that people are like, okay, you know, that was very well done. And I think, you know, that type of stuff has to be very careful because there's a million people out there waiting to rip this apart and be like, Oh well this is inaccurate, you know. And that's this... probably that's probably what was so great about the the Fast and the Furious series is where it was all fiction. You right. know, from the start. Brian O'Connor was a FBI agent trying to stop some hijackers and fell in love with Tom Toretto's sister. And that's where the story started. And it just right. rolled on from there. And then they went to Tokyo and doing shit. And then now you've got the rock bear handing a helicopter and throwing it. And he's not even a superhero. Like, yeah, and you Jason fuck? Statham. And it's, I don't know, it's just a great. Oh, I watched The Transporter the other night. I forgot how much I love that movie. Oh, with Statham? Oh, he is fucking amazing. Um, the, uh... Talk know. about a guy that got typecasted, though. Right. That poor bastard. The, hey, uh, we, we need a guy to drive a car. Yep, 
we'll just hire him again. (laughs) Moving on. It's like, oh, fuck, man. I don't want to be a taxi the rest of my life. Right. Okay, here I am. Um, I mean, think about all the people that saw Fast and the Furious for the first time and then left the movie theater and immediately did 100 miles an hour. Oh, dude. I mean, that's the one. It did create the ricer culture. Yeah. Sort of sucked for a while there. But, I mean, I don't know if it would have happened anyways, probably, but... It probably would have, in one way or another. Speak. I mean, the diesel bro culture kind of came out of nowhere. Like, there was, nobody, yeah. there was nobody pushing it. And now, like, you had the Diesel Brothers show, whatever, like, last year. And it's like, man, that's kind of died. Like, the diesel bro flat billers stacks on trucks that can't do 100, like... The, uh, it's kind of gone. Last night at the drags, there was only one, actually two diesel pickups. Yeah. Out of... How how were the drags? We didn't even talk about it. Your big night out, bud. Well, <laughs> I'll start by saying <laughs> I did not get to race because it was my own fault. I did not read the rules. See, if you had picked no laws, this wouldn't have been an issue. I know. I did pick no laws. Oh, you did pick no laws. If that came true, I guess. Um, I thought the section of the rules where it pertained to clothing was for motorcycles. And. Ah, uh, yes. I did not wear pants. I wore shorts. I have worn other person's pants at that racetrack before. Yeah. <laughs> so we're. The group of guys I went with, we're going back in two weeks, and I'm bringing a pair of pants. Yeah, my buddy, uh, so he's trying to qualify for the national import race. Yeah. I don't remember what it is. I can, we'll find it some way. Maybe next episode. He went down and did a testing tune before street night last night. Yep. Yeah. Uh, point zero eight seconds away and destroyed another clutch in his car. Ooh. And the the run that he ran point oh eight seconds slow would have been like two seconds faster. The clutch slipped on the big end. Yeah. Put, putting all the power to it. And it just smoked the clutch. He's got nothing left. He's got to put a brand new clutch in it for the third time this year. Oh, that sucks. Um, there was, there was, there wasn't a, a whole bunch of cars there. There was some, there was some neat stuff. There was some older stuff. Um, I think probably what I was most intrigued by and most impressed by, there was two Teslas. They're fast as fuck. One of them did an 11 second quarter mile. Yeah. And at one point they raced head to head. Yeah. And the only thing you could hear going down the track was the sound of their tires on the track. It's so weird. It was, it it was, it was like just a breeze going by. Yeah. It was, it was unreal. And then there was, so those two, I was, those, that was cool to see. Then there was a, um, uh, a black Jeep Grand Cherokee SRT eight Hellcat. Yeah. That thing. They're mean was impressive. Yeah. It that raced a Range Rover head to head that I thought was fast and it blew the 
doors off of it. Yeah. And then there was a Mustang that blew its cookies all over the finish line. Oh, did it? Yeah, it shut the track down for like 45 minutes cleaning that up. Yeah, that's... There was well, that's a... what? We had, a, we had a little text exchange beforehand. Yep. And that's what I was saying. Make sure the AC is off. That's like Street Night 101... It's like, don't be that guy. Yeah. Don't don't be the guy to shut down the track. I did it. I felt like such a dickhead. I uh, I blew a coolant line. That like I finished my truck the night before. Drove it home with this coolant clamp off. It was fine. Never had an issue. Drove all the way to the track, no problem. Hit mid track. That bastard blew, and I felt like such a dick. Yeah. Like, I literally blew, like, four gallons of water all over a track. And it's like, God, I don't want to be this guy. There was, uh, there was like, this old Ford T-bucket that was running that was all hopped up. And he hit a cone with his, with his truck, car and, like, sucked it under, blew it, almost ran the other car off the, off the track. Yeah. <laughs> So they had to like make sure everything was set back up. But he like I watched him. He kept going, hit the finish line, didn't even stop and get his slip, just left. Because he knew he was gonna piss people off. So I mean he, sometimes some stuff's like unavoidable, you yeah. know. If if you're trying especially like I don't know, maybe not oh that's the tough part is like how are you gonna do it legally if you have something that's unproven and you're trying yeah. to like so I'm looking forward to going back with pants. Yeah, with pants. And uh, there was a truck there just like mine, same engine, stock. And he was running uh, high 14s. That's not terrible. I mean. which For a stock V6 truck, which I thought was pretty impressive. Yeah. I just want to do a couple runs, see where I'm at, and then just that I just just to say I did it. That's a good rush, man. I yeah. I miss like that type of adrenaline. I and so getting back in with my buddy. I mean, I, we talked about it when I first brought it up. You yeah. know, going down and helping him out at the track and stuff. And it's like, man, I want to do this again so badly. Yeah, but I, I know how much money I want to spend because yeah. I'm a slightly competitive person. Yep. And then the fact that, like, if I put my truck on the track right now, I'm not, I, I won't do it right now. But if I get to a point where I want to do it, I'm going to have so much money into this truck that I'm going to be divorced and living in a shack. <laughs> like, yep. I will do everything in my power to yeah, at least be in like the top 10 in the Northeast. Like, I just want to be retarded. The thing. What I've like since getting my new truck, I like we've talked about before. I'm I've turned into an anal compulsive asshole about keeping it clean. Yeah, and I guess that's kind of my new thing. Is I like I want to make the truck look cool and just keep it clean and you know take care of the paint and stuff like that and maybe bring it to car shows and stuff where there's a lot of opportunities around here for stuff like that now it's not just older cars it's just something you're proud of that type of yeah thing. well and i think that's the whole car culture and it's definitely like been that way and i think that was a good move like not necessarily by all of them but you know 
just kind of run run what you brung like you know if you're proud of it like we still same we share the same passion so yeah. maybe you don't have the money to put into it or maybe you don't have the newest model maybe you don't have you know the oldest model that you wanted like yeah but you still care about it and like that's that's what matters and it's like you know the passion for the sport and the, or you know the the hobby is still there i mean it's yeah exactly it's kind of the way i am with like duck hunting like it's one of the big things that you know last year um it was it was brought up on a duck hunting podcast actually and it's something i'll i'll get into more around duck season but it's like you know guys that are getting into duck hunting now typically didn't have anyone that took them out so they're doing stuff that they think is right yeah and you know, if it's not right, don't just fucking chastise someone and be like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, this is, you know, get the fuck away from me. It's like, yo, man, kind of take them under the wing. I mean, I rescued fucking two guys twice last year, the same fucking two guys, two times in a row. Like, I'm not going to tell you you're in a fucking idiot for doing what you're doing, but, like, let's think about this. Like, if you want to get out there and you want to go where I am going, yeah, come come with me. I have room in my boat. Like, I'm, you know, I'll, I would rather teach someone and try and bring someone up the way that like, at least I perceive to be the correct way, which I think is the right way or sit there and bitch about someone all day. It's like, yeah, I, I guess it's the whole becoming an older person. I don't like it all the time. <laughs> uh, well, fella, I think we'll end on that. Just I, be a fucking good person. Don't yeah. be a dickhead. We're all in it to live. Yeah. And just just remember, if you're going through something shitty, it's going to be good content. And send us that content, and then we'll use it in the podcast. (laughs) God, not that hard, people. (laughs) And we will be in your face. Make sure to be in our listeners' face more often. Yeah. On Uh, the social medias. I'm going to take over my personal Facebook Fuck it. I don't use it for anything else. I might as well use it for this. Um, what's your Twitter and Instagram? At uh, foulfly12 on the Insta- on the I think on both. No, at foulfly on Instagram and at foulfly12 on Twitter, I think. And I am at hughmac87 on both. Ah, you son of a bitch. Did some consolidation. And then it is at Mainly stupid, spelt just the way it sounds. S T O O P I D, on Twitter and Instagrams. Oh, and if you see, if you guys see a funny picture or something that you want us to talk about, tag us in it. Tag us in it. Hashtag mainly stupid. Um, tell your friends, your family. Your, text us. I text mean, us. Most, I think the forty people listening probably know us. Maybe there's they a, don't. There's a very good chance that they know us. <laughs> we had we had a listen in Ireland. I was looking at some statistics of our listeners. We had an nah. Eng- yeah Ireland. I got to get the location, and then we're gonna we're bombard gonna, Ireland. Yeah, we're gonna definitely. We're coming home, Ireland. Oh, I can't oh. wait. Yeah, we're gonna hit it huge here with this podcast of us two idiots and then we're going to go to ireland and do a, uh, a from ireland issue uh, all right uh, session that's what we need I, wow that's pretty cool yeah we had an ireland england 
and then uh, the United States, and most of it from the Northeast. Next episode, we're going to go down our full stats. We're going to call out the listeners a little bit more next episode. <laughs> Let's see if, if they if, can up their game a little. Share yeah, it. If they, if they don't step it up this time, I'm coming in hot. <laughs> I'm coming in hot. But on the same hand, we do love our listeners. We do. We appreciate you for listening. And thank you. But just listen more. Yeah, listen more, share more, in, uh, interact more. Uh, yeah. And help. I mean, that's it. That's, <laughs> I think that's it. That's a great little way to end the episode. Fuck you guys for listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, we do love you guys. Yeah, we appreciate it. And uh, I hope my wife doesn't listen to the part where I said I'd buy stuff. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Love you, Leah. Thank you. Love, love, love you, honey. And uh, how's your podcast coming? Some I'm supposed to produce that for her. Her and her and her girl are gonna do a one, but oh. uh, yeah, we'll call them out right now for uh, where you at because we're on episode 13 here, and we're a bunch of idiots that can't figure out the social medias. Yeah, we're already global. And you both are sitting on the Instagrams with like 50,000 followers, and you should really put a product out there that they can get behind. You know, if they do a podcast, it's going to crush ours. It's easily, <laughs> easily, and we're so, world and we're worldwide. We're worldwide, worldwide, worldwide. <laughs> we're prestige worldwide. That's right. Dale and oh, Brennan. Speaking of, oh, one more thing. Did you see the name? So, uh, was it? Uh, Oh, what beer just came out with a spiked seltzer? Um, oh, Natural Light. Natty Light. Did yeah. you see the names? No. Oh, it's one of them is uh, the Catalina wine mixer. Or oh. The Cat- oh. Hold on. I got to look it up right now. Um, breaking, oh, and breaking news, folks. From like four days ago. But yeah, you get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Maine. We're slow up here. <laughs> And apparently Connecticut, because your cell phone service sucks in my hotel right now. <laughs> I can't search natural light. Um, Four Loco came out with a seltzer. Oh, boy. They're back, and they're hitting hard, dude. 14% alcohol. What's it going to take? It's just going to be Blackout City by every little white girl and me, because I'm sitting here drinking Trulies. College, college town is going to be... An incredible time to be alive this fall. Uh, it's gonna be. I mean, that's just that's sorority girl wasted in two drinks. Easily, like, this is this is not not good for. When four uh, locos come came out, they did not. You know, it was it wasn't safe. They did, no, they had to. They recalled them and they got rid of like what made them great. Apparently, I don't know. That was past my time. Yeah, same here. I never had the original, the OG Four Loco. And I don't think I want to do the Four Loco. Oh, it's, so it's the, so Natural Light, their two seltzers are the Catalina Lime Mixer. Oh. And Aloha Beaches. That is, uh. Natty Light has the PR game locked down. Yep. They really do. Like, that is, I mean. That's a great PR team right there. I can't wait to see what Pat and the boys do with those. Oh, I might just have to 
go pick some up. And I don't like seltzer water, but these truly hard seltzers, no free ads, but it rhymes with Ruli, are delicious. I've never had one. And, you know, each can, 100 calories, and... Uh, you stay hydrated. Only two carbs. And Look they're glutton, they're glutton-free. Good on you. You know, trying to be a little healthier, trying to... I don't know. I'm My stick- doctor keeps... I'm sticking to the seltzer water. The straight up, no spiked. No spiked seltzer waters. I'll drink the spiked ones because I think it's... I don't know. I... I don't know how you're doing it, man. I really don't. <laughs> I'm almost. I mean, I'm good almost. On you. I'm almost two months without a that's, without a drop. That's awesome. And I, I haven't told anybody on the anybody that listens to the podcast knows that I haven't drank in probably two months. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, feel congrats. good. Congrats on you. Thank you. And then I don't. And I'm not looking for any, you know, alkalades for it. It's just accolades. Some, ac- yeah, that's what I. Man, <laughs> alkalades. <laughs> I, I don't need those alkalades. Sounds that sounds like something <laughs> you put in your water to make it bubbly. Oh, I got heartburn. Where's the alkalade at? It sounds like something like a. Can you imagine if you? Well, it's like a cheaper version of Alka Seltzer. That's what yeah. alkalade is. But it tells you you're doing a good job by having it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. All right, we got to end this thing All before right. we just keep being stupid. We're done. We're done. Have a great night, everybody. And uh, we'll be back you, soon. Thank you for listening, but interact with us, you motherfuckers. And we'll do our part to interact with you more. Yeah, we're going to be in your face. So if you don't like it, uh, well, stay following us. <laughs> yeah, don't leave. Good things are coming. All right. All right, buddy. See ya. See ya. Bye.